listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. 3.30 in the morning with not a soul in sight. We sat four deep at a traffic light talking about how dumb and brainwashed some of our brothers and sisters are while we waited for a green light to tell us when to go hey welcome to the black guy Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday mm-hmm. tuesday tuesday ready to uh ready to go up um you guys can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme man let's just get into the show okay a lot of stuff has been going down um a lot of things to talk about um i guess we'll start with uh some more r kelly news uh because you know once that topic became uh kind of back uh people started talking about it again and yes, um, did. i'll tell you the first person to um make me say "eh" was master p uh-oh master p blames the parents of alleged r kelly victims but ain't judging the singer the leaps and bounds you gotta make to be like it's the parents fault that their children got absconded and abused but it's not r kelly i can't judge r kelly that's just that's that man i can only judge the parents here mm, who some parents may have literally had no because he was picking them up from school some parents may have had no idea that their children had had any fucking contact with him and these are just the ones who uh were honest enough to come forward and be in the documentaries these are the ones that broke ndas because there's hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of ndas out there apparently um that people have signed so who knows what other families have been affected and touched by this and just simply um got paid off and that's the last we'll hear because sometimes it's the closest you're ever gonna get to justice is getting paid come on because um the law ain't looking out for you and this man's too powerful for you to really take the court or do anything because nobody gave a fuck um he says uh nobody gonna play with my kids straight up uh there's a video clip from the show posted on twitter at hustle harder hq said uh you shouldn't even been on tv if you're a parent you shouldn't been on tv unless you're on cnn from a jail cell so basically if you don't go kill r kelly um or something you shouldn't even uh be talking about it which is uh ironically one of the things that i think people like r kelly use to their advantage the shame like you are not a good parent you were not a good parent and therefore you cannot be sad you cannot be hurt you cannot be outraged you cannot want justice and you cannot want your daughter back and to be honest a lot of people probably listening to the show right now have taken that point of view with these parents especially the last set of parents uh and i and i and i understand being upset with the fact that they thought they could somehow uh even still have their daughter around this dude on any level you know i do understand but one of the things that documentary showed me that i just did not have before was how monstrous this dude was and how calculating the system around him is that protects him and it's such a heartless 
evil controlling manipulative um conclave of people around r kelly and including him of course um these parents no matter how you feel about them they had no idea it could be this bad they didn't and i know that's not the popular opinion i know the right thing is to be mad at them and to talk about how that would never happen and my kid is this and that but he really feeds off of my kid is different i'm different my family is different but that's what that's the thing that makes r kelly able to do these things to people is that everyone thinks they're an exception and when you find out you're not the first thing you do is you get quiet the first thing you do is you try to go away you try to solve it some other type of way you know and once he figured out the law where it's like hey if a 17 year old girl is of the age of consent in south carolina and she wants to hang out with me in my house it's not a goddamn thing her parents can do about it you know people didn't under i think people really didn't understand the battle that it was for those parents that that girl was 17 thought she was going to be some type of musical star he of course used that against her and this is not a slight to any 17 year old listening to this it's not a slight to to anyone who has been 17 or will be 17 we're not the most developed at that age girls boys doesn't matter we're all kind of stupid at that age and we're dumber than we're going to be later because life gives you experience your brain literally doesn't physically start uh finish developing till later in life anyway it's easy for an adult who is a monster and a predator to use that on somebody to use it against somebody so even with master p talking about uh, my kids ain't gonna be around nobody nobody gonna play with my kids somebody has played with my, my uh, with master p's kids and i'm not talking about sexually or anything just because you have kids and they leave the house and they do things they're around people they go to schools they have uh family members most kids just like most uh people who are sexually assaulted it will happen to somebody they know somebody their parents trust it's just not like everyone thinks they're just better than it's like poverty in america people think it's a moral failing that something happened to your kid and as long as we treat it that way we will always have shame attached to it now that's not to say that there's no one that has not been irresponsible with their kids that's not to say there's no one who has not done some shit where we would all go come on man that's fucking dumb you know like that's i'm not trying to advocate this like you know oh no it's it's fucking impossible just that's but i do have to say it 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 can be worse than you imagine and none of us really knows until we know you know and this is why people's children don't come for it and tell them this is why people that get sexually assaulted don't tell you about the shit look at your attitude you know and and he sounds what's ironic is he sounds just like that father that was at the end of the documentary that was taking it personal like how can you do this to my daughter you know i I mean as a man how you gonna disrespect me and it's like yeah that's the same attitude he would prey on that oh it's not gonna happen to my daughter because he know r kelly know what i'm gonna do does he you know uh, we're talking about a man that has a lot of money and security and details around him and stuff is it's not as easy as just being macho and then your daughter's gonna know the right thing to do you know so um and it's especially weird knowing that little romeo was in all kinds of like nickelodeon shit like it's just it's just men trying to this is how men peacock that's what he's doing yeah and also in my opinion too this is how i feel about it and, and to kind of piggyback on what you said everybody think they're exception to the rule 
and every parent who has a child you are not around your children every fucking second of their life you're not around your children all the time there are times where your children are out of your sight and you don't know what has happened to your child while they are out of your sight you hope and pray for some people that nothing happens to your child while they're out of your sight but you don't know you have no control you hope the adults and the parents around them actually have enough common sense not to let anything happen to your child but you don't know and things may have happened to your child the child that you're staring in the eyes right now and they might not feel comfortable enough telling you and you're talking about 17 now you're talking about 18 now we're talking about 19 because he moved up to avoid the law essentially um but the thing for me is what parent is so overbearing to a 17 year old like you can't leave the house you can't do nothing like at some point you just have to hope you raise your child to avoid certain things and the dangerous stuff and to trust you and that that can overcome that's one of the things most powerful about the documentary was when dom was brought home by her mom because no matter how monstrous that man is the love of that girl's mother could not stop that it stopped that control he had at some point you know that fake abusive love that he has is it it will collapse like a house of cards whenever up against the real thing but that the, the idea that such a that it's like a moral failing on the parents parts or that all the parents would just have the money and shit you know like i said it's kind of it, it's something that it feeds our anger and it makes them unsympathetic people and it makes it seem like you know it's okay uh on some level that they're suffering and i don't feel that it is on any level um no parent deserves this right no um i understand that you know some of the parents may have made bad decisions um but they honestly they were dealing with a snake where they were in over their heads they had no fucking idea the fact that 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 last set of parents he had already had sex with their daughter they didn't even know you know and who knows like and i guarantee you he put the daughter up to certain shit in the house to manipulate the parents and then he put it like to be like well make it so that they uh, that if they don't let you come with me you tell them you're gonna run away from home because you're 17 there's nothing they could do they can't stop you and 17 is dumb enough to believe it you know and i and i legitimately believe that man's running a cult and not in some you know the way that people say it is the salacious like sex cult like they no i mean a cult yeah cult cult right the things they describe abuse like physical abuse isolation um as punishment you know isolation uh starvation you know um picking out what they they wear what they do telling them what they can like the you know these are not things you're not dealing with just like your daughter ran away from home with her boyfriend you're not dealing with that this is so as long as people treat it that way people and master p is saying it but a lot of people people listening to the sound of my voice right now even feel this deep down too like uh-uh because i would have you don't know you just gotta hope that that your kid is not gonna do this and you gotta hope that when these motherfuckers don't come around your kid because it's a lot of it's a lot of people listening you who have friends relatives if not yourself that knew somebody that was in high school dating some older guy right you know it's not that their parents are terrible some of you had good parents and still ended up your first boyfriend was 21 or some crazy shit like that like it's very commonplace as long as we put this stigma of failure 
on just the parents and that is what master p is doing we do to some extent rob the accountability away from robert kelly and i think what matters here is to keep the focus on the monster that he is you know i do understand the point people have and i don't know how to reconcile some of these things so i have not talked about them you see what I'm saying? i don't know where you put sparkles complicity or why she felt it was it felt like a lot of people in this documentary were okay until it happened to somebody they knew right like they they knew that this was fucked up but they didn't really want to know how fucked up it was and then it happened to someone they cared about and they realized the depth and the hold that the person like that can have over somebody and i completely understand how is you know we all are like but how the fuck did you not know or how the fuck did you think you were special or different i completely understand that but a lot of people think they are special and different yes they do master p is not that different from the other person on your everyone else on your facebook page comment anytime you share one of these stories with it wouldn't have happened this i would have said i can't believe he alive it we're all kind of by the grace of god quote unquote like we're all kind of doing that um so yeah he went on um to say so i don't know if r kelly did it or not that ain't my business i ain't judging but i'm just saying that parents shouldn't have let it go that far this is the other part of comments that i find uh horrible because it's that type of attitude that i feel does make a lot of us complicit a lot of people with the that's his business i ain't judging that's that male like let's take care of him type of feeling you know one of the things i didn't say sunday but i thought about it i've been having time to reflect on this stuff a couple days um the biggest slap in the face from that documentary and i don't mean the documentary itself but just the situation with r kelly is how quickly we skip over black girls as the people we need to protect within our community right and go right to black men right to them and that is this is a grievous example of skipping over everyone to go but what about this black man hey it ain't my business marvin sap i'm not judging him right and i mean and it's not exclusive to like there's a lot of people we will put black men in front of it's not just uh black girls it's um when it's eddie long when it's africa ben bada we struggle to find a way to make an abuser uh, the victim we find a way to uh, i mean we, you know we gotta stop you know just coming down on men i saw a dude with a video crying and he was a hotel and he was crying about this shit talking about oh, how come they ain't made a documentary about all the white people that have raped black people all over the years and they making documentaries about r kelly the six-part documentary and i well, said where the hell have you been right and i'm looking at him and i'm like those tears aren't for the our, our ancestors those tears are for a black man being put on the front stage as an abuser and it hurts you because you can't reconcile with it it doesn't feed your agenda so now you crying these crocodile tears over some bullshit and it's very common so that i think that more than anything else is what has stuck with me the last few days is just damn like we really will skip over all the fucked up harmful things somebody does to be a black man does to arrive at but but really do we need 
to focus on this what about white people what about uh white uh abusive people uh what about racism uh what about and that's one of the ways that this shit has flourished is just and it's not just black men making this argument Mm mm-hmm so before we even get into the that i'm not even bashing anybody i'm just these are just the facts there's a lot of you know because he good there's a lot of um how come they always want to bring a brother down and it's and it's and it's sad that it exists within our culture that way because it only does that for black men we don't have any they just want to see a black woman come down for tiffany haddish from them same people they, we don't get that you know that shit extends to black men and it stops right after that sis had black men and then it stops <sighs> all right um so yeah masterpiece shit was was trash it was terrible and that's and the thing is it's not an uncommon take no it's not and and, and it is just very uh frustrating because a lot of times people don't know how you feel and, and your views until you open up your mouth and then people go oh this is how you really feel and then a lot of times when they get backlash they act like the people coming at them is the motherfucking problem yeah they're not even prepared to talk about these things they haven't no. thought about them um and we kind of get to exist in a very uh a lot of us get to exist if we want to and just coast on this idea that well people will always make allowances for us you know but he right you know you gotta watch your kids and shit like that rather than to be like yeah but this dude is a monster how can you say be so judgmental of the parents but not the monster oh well i ain't judging him i don't even know if it's true what kind of shit is that yeah a lot of times it this is human nature when someone or something looks like you all of a sudden the compassion comes into play the empathy and sympathy the understanding you want to be rational you don't want to uh uh jump before all the quote-unquote facts are out for some reason yeah i always feel like the so i I, like i said i've been thinking about it the reason i think the documentary Mm. makes people like me and you angry i would say that's the number one emotion i had after was just anger you know it's been a few days still get mad but i always get mad when i talk about this motherfucker anger and sadness for me yeah sadness yes absolutely sadness uh anger shock you know a lot of stuff but i'm always glad this story is told um this is gonna be a this story is very special because regardless of how people feel about the documentary it was told through the lens of a lot of black women which i don't know if uh any other documentary is gonna necessarily do as good a job of that you may feel that it's not complete you may feel that it's not well done or production values i'm not i'm not gonna argue any of that stuff but i feel like we'll probably get some clinical documentaries that are more netflixian more you know ken's burn ken burnsian uh at some point maybe we already have those i just haven't seen them we'll get some of those that are just here's a day here's a time here's a thing this is what people said the end you know we're not but this one was i realized later this documentary was not for me and not for you Mm -mm. in that it was really for the comment section of every article where they people say they don't believe these girls where they say leave r kelly alone it was for the people that go to his concerts it was for the people that won't stop playing his music it was for those people it was for the deniers and that's why that it was such a shocking documentary that completely like hit you over the head with just these like you know overt like just 
talk about this type of abuse talk about exactly what they did because they wanted you to see the pain he caused those people because there are people who literally just do not believe that they don't care and they don't believe the pain of these girls that and that's that's what the documentary was for you know because it wasn't for us that have been like this nigga did it uh listen to his songs they he did it like it like you know we were making jokes years ago like the fucking songs are literally about this how can you act how why does anyone think he didn't do it you know we were literally on that for years now and uh it's not for us no it's probably not for any of our listeners Mm -mm. you know i mean it's cool to, to say how you felt and talk about how you feel but it really was for the people that literally just go this did not happen leave this poor black man alone yeah for some people that's as far as it's gonna go and that's as far as it's ever gonna go and a lot of people uh defend him and will continue to defend him despite facts despite the truth um despite the uh reality of what happened um and to an extent it's very sad mm-hmm. um it's very hurtful is very um it could even be depressing at times uh because if you just sit and you just think these aren't the ones that came forward and the ones we know you know uh people that actually live in the area you know they talk about the the high schools and the middle schools and stuff he hung around the mcdonald's and shit he hung right. around and when you think about it and the and these are just uh the children not and this probably not including the uh, some of the adults that he abused too mm. you know you probably talking about thousands of women truth be told like nobody actually knows the number actually mm-hmm. um and i think uh for me the reality is a lot of people don't care about the victims they don't care about the family all they care about is being entertained and when you make them face the reality that your entertainment is fucked up and the person that sings this in the entertainment has done some fucked up shit, a lot of people reject that because now you have to go back and reflect on the music you loved and you have to, because a lot of his music for a lot of people had a lot of positive memories behind it. Like a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of people had sex to a lot of his songs. A lot of people sung his songs at graduations. Like all types of stuff is attached to his music because his music, was so particularly for our generation like you could not go nowhere even if you weren't in the r&b you knew who he was right so it's not like you could go around and actually be oblivious to who he was you know because he worked with fucking any and everybody so it's one of these things where the reality of that i have to give something up so dear and so precious to me I refuse and you're fighting a lot of people to just refuse and no matter what you say no matter evidence you put in front of them they're gonna say it's a lie because the reality is I would have to admit that I'm supporting a fucked up human being we all truth be told to an extent probably support a fucked up human being in some way shape form or fashion because nobody's perfect but the things that he did in this documentary is one of the things where you can't hide it anymore and I think a lot of times a lot of people don't want to be quote unquote shamed out of not fucking with him you know uh i mean fucking with him like mm-hmm. you talk about it it's gonna be a fight on your hands because people are gonna be like what the fuck is this and then i think that for a lot of those people if he continues to 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 
uh uh do his concerts and stuff they'll still support him if he actually decides i'm gonna take my shit straight to the fans they'll still buy his records because some people are like i don't give a fuck at the end of the day you don't care when people tell you you don't care you want to act like they're the problem for telling you that you actually don't give a fuck about the the victims you don't care about the families or none of that i care no you don't your actions tell me otherwise then there's the reality one it's interesting that we say you have to give up something from his music and all that stuff um we only have to say that because nobody believed these girls in the first place right we wouldn't have to say that if he was in prison somewhere you see what i'm saying like i'm not saying that people would being like well it's all good i'm gonna listen to his music but because that didn't happen we are like we have to find another way to silence this dude we have to find another way to take away his money and his power and his ability to reach other people and shit which i think is probably too late because he's he's rich he's well known and he's been he's been doing this and getting away with it forever so it's probably too late for any level of like well because he didn't get album sales uh he gonna stop being a predator i i don't think he will um he needs to go to jail um the other thing is that you said was um um oh the other thing i was thinking about one of the problems with this documentary was not the actual documentary it was the people promoting the documentary and the way they promoted it it was a lot of guilting it was a lot of like people you know it allowed people to and I, I don't mean this in a bad way but it allows people to do this thing where they like dunk on everybody else and they're like it's almost like they're stunning on people by how much they don't fuck with r kelly and saying like if you don't support this and you don't watch this then you're some type of bad person and kind of just overshadowing the fact that a lot of us don't fuck with him we already know these things you're about to show us and we're just gonna be mad right and at the end of the day there's no action behind it there's no thing we can do at the end it's just going to remind us of the futility of our upsetness our angerness whatever over the last like decade or so and so kind of like how people promoted 12 years of slave and that you're not a good black person if you don't watch this movie and i'm not gonna lie for me i was like fuck it i won't never watch it yeah it turned a lot of people off that promotion turned a lot of people off on social media and i think the people promoting it are those type of people they're very like there's a lot of i'm gonna guilt the timeline into this i'm gonna call y'all raggedy and ain't shit for this i'm gonna you know make it seem like you're a bad black person for that and you know and then it turned into chaos well what about this actor what about this singer what about so it it kind of turned a lot of people off and i don't think people understand the disservice they do their own shit because it then becomes about your self-promotion and how you're woken than everybody else and instead it's like yo if you don't know about this here's a resource if you do know about this and you just kind of want to see the timeline or whatever here's a but to not understand how sensitive this subject is and how the thing for me that really struck me is when you're doing something like this and it's just gonna happen but we have twitter now there's no anonymity you know mm-hmm. when you have that voice and shadow that is people know who that is when you talk about the 14 year old girl people are finding her Ooh. social media because um, she's not 14 anymore right she's an adult so people are finding her social media imprint or her name her government name and you know is so it becomes a madhouse you know it doesn't become about what the documentary is supposed to be about so those are just a bunch of factors that were going around but you know people like uh fucking uh master p 
i guarantee you he didn't watch that documentary i guarantee you and at the end of the day that's the problem the people that needed to watch it how do you get them to watch it because they just going but he good or what lead this black man alone and i don't know that you can reach those people you know i don't know what can be done there were people that eddie long died with people in his church you know people don't care if it's a if it's a black man doing the abusing they just don't care you know and i don't know what's supposed to happen with that you know uh anyway i'll tell you one thing that did happen r kelly has been investigated by georgia district attorney for possible criminal charges um good um so yeah sources directly connected to the situation tell the blast the fulton county district attorney has been actively investigating r kelly and a mansion he previously owned in johns creeks georgia we're told the alleged victim asante mcgee has interviewed with officials and provided her eyewitness account of her time spent with r kelly at the georgia mansion during survivor r kelly the johns creek home was featured in when mcgee walked through the property and discussed seeing women held against their will we're told that since the airing of surviving r kelly alleged sex slave jocelyn savage has been contacted by the fulton county da and ordered to come in for questioning related to her time with the singer our sources say the savage family has been cooperating fully with the investigation our sources say one of the charges on the table for the ignition singer is false imprisonment and the da has already spoken with at least one other alleged victim as they built a case 23 year old jocelyn savage has maintained that she's with kelly of her own free will however her parents and friends believe she's been brainwashed by the r&b singer yeah i don't know if it'll stick i don't know if it'll work but i'm glad people are still looking um and i know that that the facebook page he had talking about surviving lies or whatever um has been taken down by facebook mm. yeah uh it violated community standards apparently um and then the other thing too um i've been seeing these videos floating around uh his ex-wife has a couple facebook videos of her either like she one she was listening to happy people and she was talking about r kelly and how he was a genius and shit and that was a few months ago she also had a video like today or yesterday that was her talking about how she still loves r kelly because he fought through all this stuff with a black cloud over his head and he um helped made sure to provide for his children by um going out and performing these songs and uh making this money and stuff so that they could, his kids could still eat and uh i don't care how that makes y'all feel but i still love him because of that and da, 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 da. um and people i saw people calling her trash and shitting on her and all this yeah, stuff I, Let, the, the, yeah i could i wouldn't surprise me they were old like somebody said I, I, the videos are old yeah that's what they're saying okay yeah um uh, like i said this is just i i literally saw one today from her facebook page that said like posted yesterday but the point i'm making is gonna be bigger than that i don't really give a fuck when they were made they could be she could be making one right now right i don't understand what was done to her and how the fuck that works right a lot of us don't particularly if you've never been abused hopefully most of us don't i don't know i know enough to know that r kelly is a fucking monster regardless of anything she has to say about it um and the way that he treated her and other women was monstrous and he deserves to be in prison or something that's what i know i'm gonna focus on that 
i'm not gonna call her trash or whatever i don't know they sell they had a video of some of his some of the, his accusers were still at his concerts i don't know you know like it's easy for me to say as a person that has never had uh anyone put their hands on me like that you know but i will but it i did make this comparison though in my mind and i'm not fully fleshed out with this so bear with me if i'm not trying to piss too many y'all off but deal with it this is my opinion a lot of us still love our parents and our parents put their hands on us mm-hmm. and i would knock your ass out if you came with my parents so i don't know how to reconcile that you know <laughs> a lot of us you know now with the information and knowledge we have now be like yo do not hit your kids if i have kids i'm not putting a finger on them i'm gonna talk to them and i'm gonna do this and black kids have it too tough a lot of us have figured out a way to say we think there's a better way but at the same time it's not that we sit around and go i hate my parents and shit and my parents abuse me and shit we don't say those things we have we don't have the fucking answers all the time but we always got the judgment i don't have this is just i don't understand it i hope to not understand it or maybe it's close to what i'm saying where uh it's hard to reconcile because abusers do people think abuse is like a fucking movie yes they do like it's just a slave movie every day they wake up and they kick your ass and all that that's not how they also like while they're while while he has starved her he has also fed her you see what i'm saying while he has uh beat her he's also loved her you know while he has uh all these things you know all these all the good and bad that's how controlling they are it might fuck you up i don't know right and a lot of times people that there are a lot of people that have been in variations of abusive relationships but there are some people that have never been in any type of abusive relationship and so a lot of times like you said people act like it's the movies a lot of times when people are manipulating and abusing somebody this shit don't happen overnight i've talked to many women it's a slow meticulous process it's a really slow process it's a extremely slow process and it's to the point where it's like a slow chipping slow chipping away at your soul slow chipping away at your mind slow chipping away at your spirit a slow chipping away until they can get you to the point to where you're ultimately dependent on them and it's one of the things where a lot of people have never experienced that so it's hard for them to even begin to comprehend or understand why would you do that i don't understand no you wouldn't understand because you never have been to that point in your life you know uh, 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 a lot of women who listen to my voice that you know have been abused have had partners that have abused them and men too at some of them at one point in time in their life said, I would never do, I, I, this could never happen to me. And you look up and you was in that situation. So, you know, it's one of the things where you say everybody thinks that they're exception to all these rules and they're not. Yeah. And this, like I said, this level of like abuse, I've never experienced nothing like this. You know what I mean? Isolation. Um, yeah, I don't understand it. And I know that it works in cults like cults use this have y'all ever watched a documentary about a cult like it's not it's crazy yeah like and more some people are more susceptible to this kind of shit i just don't understand so i know enough to know i don't know so i'm a roll with i don't know 
but what i do know is this motherfucking monster needs to be away from people and i'm gonna just end it there because i feel like we can all agree on that the rest of this is motherfuckers sound like master p like they got it figured out and ain't never had nobody do some shit like this to them uh oh yeah police are investigating threats from r kelly's manager to jocelyn savage's family as well um my hope is that um whatever surviving r kelly did it may lead to him doing the same thing bill cosby did Mm -hmm. where he got out there and started lying and doing more criminal shit and ended up back in prison end up in prison yeah finally he signed the nda too so he his star come out talking people like no but you broke it so now i can talk that's my hope my hope is he keep fucking around because as controlling as that dude is manipulative as he is as charismatic as he thinks he is i guarantee you know and as dumb as he is because he can't read and shit he gonna fuck around and do something he gonna do something man all right uh let's see what other news we got here um you know actually let's uh let's do this lgbtq news and it's all bad so i know some of y'all were hoping that oh shifting the tone and we'll get some good news <laughs> <laughs> oh you thought the world's treating lgbtq people good man come on now uh ellen degeneres um she reveals that she called the academy to help rehire kevin hart as oscar's host that's right ellen trying to help trying to step in and do the hard things that so many people can't do you know get up and give her white good graces to kevin hart so he can uh get what's owed to him and that is the academy awards uh hosting gig uh, i don't know why this taking so long to load um but uh yeah so she she was trying to help let me i gotta go to youtube i think ellen got her own fucking like youtube it's called ellen tube so i don't even know if this is on youtube you can go see it might be 
let me try one more thing okay. all right give me one more second let me see because it just don't want to load too. wow yeah um but yeah so uh everything that you just oh, said i just have to say go. this um because uh we talked uh, right when this happened oh let's just pause for a second and think about the things that ellen has to say um that'll be good uh why did it start working the second i turned away from it what i don't know does god hate me is it me mr farmer right, let's know. try this again happened you <laughs> what is happening here right soon as you go to another page it starts back i don't know uh, i turned off of it and it started working um i tried to pause it so it can uh because sometimes that helps mm-hmm. you pause it it'll it load start up. loading yeah but this shit is not working the right way so we'll try something else um even other tube youtube got everything yeah um so we'll try youtube but yeah so uh but yeah ellen talked to him and it was kind of a um oh so it is on youtube the fuck so ellen got ellen tube and youtube yeah ellen tube is part of for her fans like okay you just get everything in one spot an icon your fave could never i guess could never dog. i remember when i had um did that viral for trap that video that was like trap we did trap white people music mm-hmm. and it was uh, i did the golden girls thing mm-hmm. ellen and them emailed me to be like start this new app and you can put your videos on there and everything that you just said i was like I- why would i do that for ellen like my nigga no no doubt i'm trying to do it for myself but thank you no ellen just gonna play my shit on her tv show and i'm gonna get nothing uh all right now back to the video <laughs> sorry <laughs> i just have to side. say this um because uh we talked uh, right when this happened mm-hmm. you called me right when it happened mm-hmm. and said i'm going to talk to you about it i'm not going to say anything till i'm on your show so uh and then we talked uh, uh, because i called you his movie is so amazing the upside is so incredible he's so incredible i've seen it twice it's so anyway so i called him to tell him how great his movie was then we talked a, a little bit more so i I called the Academy today because mm-hmm. I, I really want you to host the Oscars. I think that I was so excited when I heard they, that they asked you. I thought it was an amazing thing. I knew how important it was and how it was a dream. So I called them. I said, Kevin's on. I have no idea if he wants to come back and host, but what are your thoughts? And they were like, oh, my God, we, we want him to host. We feel like that maybe we, he misunderstood or it was handled wrong or maybe we said the wrong thing, but we want him to host. What Whatever we can do, we would be thrilled. And he should host the Oscars. I mean, I, I mean, the, the academy is is saying, what can we do to make this happen? And I and I'm saying to you that as as one of the smartest people I know, one of the funniest people I know, um, and when you see this movie, you see the talent and see his acting ability and what the the, the different layers of, of of Kevin Hart is. And, and that's just another thing we're going to get to see. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to get to see on stage with you hosting the Oscars is sophistication, class, hilarity, um, and and you growing as as a person. Because most people would say, you know, I'm walking away. I'm not coming back because, you know, I'm going to go back and forth. But for you to be the bigger man, to, for you to say... I understand. And to not pay attention. There are so many haters out there. Whatever's going on in the Internet, don't pay attention to them. That's 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 a small group of people being very, very loud. We are a huge group of people who love you and want to see you host the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And- 
okay so that's about as um uh what's the best word to put this um because nice is the word that is about the most uh the biggest like platitudes you can throw towards him like that mm-hmm. like it puts him in the way it puts him as the victim in this and the the one who's being magnanimous to come host it um and from the responses i've seen i know how the people i follow on social media feel but the responses i've seen or even the responses in that room i feel like most people uh think kevin hart is the victim in this and that he was the good guy to walk away rather mm-hmm. than to make an issue out of it blah 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 even yes. if that's not how i feel and that's not how most of the people i know feel correct uh i think the most of the the way people seem to be treating him outside most of the responses are why would y'all do this to this black man i mean who did you know it's just some old jokes and he already apologized and we don't need to look at the apologies or anything we he's addressed this let it go you know and he he has from day one been made himself out to be the victim um ellen is now i think joining him in him being the victim um i think that's the framing of the the setup in the first place and i think that's where it fails right away because i don't think he was the victim in this in that in that way in the way that they're trying to make it like he just arbitrarily got picked on but let's see what he says what what i what i can say is this i can say that there's a there's a flip side okay the the flip side is to to any attack you know there's there's just another there's another side there's a there's a there's a B side. There's always an A side. There's a B side. On my side, openly, openly, I say I'm wrong for my past words. I, I say it. I said it. I understand that. I know that. My kids know when their dad messes up, I'm in front of it because I want to be an example so they know what to do. In this case, it's tough for me because. It was an attack. This wasn't an accident. This wasn't a coincidence. It wasn't a coincidence that the day after I received the job, that tweets just somehow manifested from 2008. Now, I don't know who follows me or who doesn't. I'm on social media every day. I got over 40,000 tweets. To go through 40,000 tweets to get back to 2008, that's an attack. No, nah, it's not that hard to do, but um I do understand his point that it he was targeted for the fact that he won got this job and um it's the defensiveness and I I mean we already knew this. It was the defensiveness, the ego, the pride that made him go, I'd rather not have the job than to have to apologize uh when I know that this is not um organic this is a manufactured crisis of saying like these things that you said a long time ago that weren't controversial at the time or people weren't not enough people were able to rile up enough people to make it a problem for you at the time well now we're making it a problem and i understand how him from his perspective could feel like that's not fair to me because y'all only did y'all don't actually care about this y'all just want to y'all just want to make this a problem for me and 
regardless of how people will say on the internet or whatever i that part is true they don't really care a lot of people don't really care um and he just is like i'm not playing the game but that's the truth a lot of people the same way they didn't care about um the dude from guardians of the galaxy Mm -mm. they don't care no they don't they just like they are going and this happened with trevor noah got the job of comedy central it happened when that woman got a job writing for snl i can't remember her name Mm -hmm. now um it's the new thing it's part of the cycle now you get a thing people bring up some shit you said you have to apologize for the thing if you don't apologize and you lose the thing you know like it it's kind of like a, a fact of life and he's like i'm have enough money and whatever to not do that and i feel like i'm a victim in this so i'm going to just ride that out i don't need to really be uh more accountable than the fact that i said uh well i shouldn't have said it that the end you know the malicious attack on my character that's an attack to end me that's not an attack to just stop the oscars this is what i want people to understand that's an attack to end me now i'm not going to get too emotional but when you witness this and you stand in front of it and you heard you heard that these things exist i've heard about it i've never experienced it. i've heard about it this is my first time in the fire i've seen it oh my god this was to destroy me this was to end all partnerships all brand relationships all investment opportunities studio relationships my production company and the people that work underneath me this was to damage the lives that have been invested in me it's bigger than just the oscars it's about the individuals that are out there now that are finding success and damage they're finding success and damaging your quote-unquote celebrity now if you go back and i don't have a word or if i don't have a a bond if i don't have anything to stand on i'm now going right back into the place where the people that came after me want me to go they they now see that's where i think he got fucked up because up until that point i feel like a lot of that stuff he's saying is right agreed um i think the idea of well if i apologize somehow i'm giving them power is and it's probably because this is his first real experience with this mm-hmm. and um us normal people and shit and us regular not famous people and shit we see these cycles play out enough if you're on social media so you kind of know sadly how to play it how people should play it right he didn't realize he he did what they wanted him to do they wanted him to make a bigger deal of it by refusing to apologize and not taking the job this was the goal yes like like the 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 smarter thing to do would be to say no 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 no. you don't have a thing on me because i do feel sorry about that and i do apologize and that wasn't right and i wouldn't do it again and i'm gonna go and i'm gonna host the oscars i'm gonna be funny and i'm gonna do my kevin hart thing and i'm gonna keep being in movies everyone's gonna keep working with me and keep working for me and i'm gonna be absolutely fucking fine you didn't stop a goddamn thing it's really the only way to do it when it's something this big like it got bigger because of him it and honestly he could have done the other thing which is ignore it 
and said absolutely positive nothing and everybody would have would have went on with the show yeah he made this a worse issue um because this is what happens with all these scandals that end up blowing up it's always i refuse because i got my word and my balls and i won't break it for nobody and that's how they really get you the people that want to see you damaged guess what you're doing right now doing an interview on ellen about them about them you know like if that's if that's what you feel you know but there's some but and also because of ellen's framing we're only talking about the people that maliciously targeted this very conveniently to go after him and there's some people that did do that Mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of people that genuinely were just hurt correct and we always skip over that but like dude you're talking like this shit is real to a lot of people and your apology came after you basically said fuck that shit oh wait but i apologize to y'all a lot of people not gonna feel the sincerity in that all right there is no there somebody has to take a stand against the the quote-unquote trolls you have to right but they're gonna win if 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 you don't host the oscars you know then they win and so for for you to stand up and say no whoever you are you know the, the trolls are and they they do it and who knows who this person mm-hmm. is or, or people who cares and and you can't let them destroy you and they can't destroy you because you have too much talent no one can do that and for them to stop you from your dream from what you wanted to do and what you have a right to do what you should be doing it's why they haven't found another host i think they were secretly hoping that you would come back and i'm i'm really i'm praying that this happens i'm i'm i i think as i said to you earlier i think it's perfect that all this happened because there has to be a conversation about homophobia and whatever brought up whatever they did and whoever's trying to hurt you it brought up you reminding people that you're a bigger person that you've already apologized you're apologizing again and so i mean so right there like she is advocating for him and and to a certain degree i think she's more in tune with the general post of how people feel about this than any of the people that i know that are holding his feet to the fire right a lot of people can't wait to forgive him and they just would like any little acknowledgement that like my bad i am gonna host it and they're gonna celebrate him if he hosts this thing watch the standing ovation he gets watch the some people are going to be sickened by this shit because they're gonna treat it like yeah no harm no foul and also he's a better person than 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 even before no you gonna say something I was going to say, a lot of people feel the way she's felt, and they felt the same way, period. They was like, go host, go out, go out there, set an example, quote-unquote, be brave, you know, go out there and say, we're not going to tolerate this, and you can move on. Yeah, and I feel like there's another element to this where, and I don't know how, if this is 100% accurate, but it feels like, this is how it feels white gay people don't want to be responsible for this one Mm-mm. Mm-mm. like mostly i see black gay people that are like no dog that ain't good enough fucking give a real apology or don't do the show correct and white gay people are like come on in it's fine you pissed a few people off it happens you'll say sorry we'll all laugh about it and you'll host the oscars you'll give out awards and it'll be your dream and our dream it that's how it feels I, now maybe you know like i said i'm not within that community so i don't know but 
i don't know it feels like this huge divide because i don't really see black gay people letting this shit slide the way white gay people letting it slide Mm-mm. and also uh the majority of the masses like i said before they may have heard about it you know through various different media outlets right but they don't really know the whole story like a lot of black people do in black twitter and there's a lot of black twitter small it's big and small it's really small most right. of these people don't give a fuck they're like hey if he come and and and, and apologize we cool we gucci you know mm-hmm. uh even though what he said is damaging it affects people people are hurt but the masses goes well he's quote unquote said i'm sorry and he eventually did apologize right you know and for a lot of people that's sufficient enough it's also why i don't really fuck with the whole black people more homophobic than white people Mm-mm. this shit right here is very fucking bad like like this is them being like ah fuck it it close enough you say it kind of you're sorry you acknowledged it ah close enough you know let's just all move on you know to, to be polite you know whereas like black people seem to be like no we'll move on when you fucking really do acknowledge and come clean about everything that you know the whole thing and white people are like he feels bad guys it's time let's let's go yeah and also a lot of that has to do with the, with for the fact that black people are marginalized people and black people are tired of getting slapped and beat on and being the laughing stock and beating stick and everything you say you know a lot of things that people say and do directly impact us uh, uh, on a larger scale than any other group mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where all jokes aside a lot of white people and she's a comedian too a lot of white comedians feel like hey i could fuck up this could be me well so, also ellen has fucked up and people have really nitpicked her shit too like a lot of people don't fuck with ellen and no offense i actually know it's our show so i don't really give a fuck um a lot of the stuff people try to get her on is some of the like not it's not a big deal it's not and they keep trying to make it a thing to like cancel her come get her to be like what about this skit that wasn't perfect and shit but then but those it never really picks up and resonates outside of the few people that have a problem with her because for the most part she does this kind of quirky non-political non-making a statement as humor right almost the same way kevin hart does right you know and they're not you know and normally they're able to charm their way charisma their way out of shit by being like i didn't mean to fuck up my bad y'all and most of america will move the fuck on because don't nobody really care about this shit that deep kevin hart just made it bad by making a stunt making a big ass pr nightmare out of it if he would have just been like my bad everybody would have moved on except for the people that were already like cancel him right and there's not enough of them as mm-hmm. we've all seen evidence by the fucking stadiums he feels to do his comedy that everybody says ain't that funny but somehow the motherfucking stays paid so yes he could have just did that and been fine but he tried to win this battle and i think ellen's been there before with a few people making a big deal out of some shit and her being like oh look and i can try to fix this and she finds out you can't so she's basically telling him the same thing like you can't fix it so move on you know i i you know as as a gay person as someone who actually what i I, yes I'm so sorry to, to break this to you. What? I know. I didn't tell you before. You didn't tell me at dinner? No, I didn't want you to know. I thought okay. maybe he wouldn't like me. Um, um, I mean, really, I am as sensitive to, to 
all of that. And I talked to you about this, and and you have already expressed that that it's only you know it's 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 not being educated on the subject, not realizing how dangerous those words are, not realizing how many kids are killed for being gay mm-hmm. or beaten up every day. You you have grown. You have apologized. You're apologizing again right now. You've done it. Don't let those people win. Host the Oscars. I- Then she cuts them off before they go to break. Um, you know something else too? You know who else handled this just last year? Joy Reed. Mm-hmm. Never hear about that, do you? Mm-mm. Cause she handled it. Like she even and she was a person that was like, I don't even know if I said this shit. Let me they gonna have to prove that this motherfucking shit happened on my and then it was like, Oh, okay, um Well, no one can prove that I didn't do it so i'm gonna say i did it and i'm i apologize and i fucked up and it'll never happen again and uh that was ridiculous and bad and da da da, da and move the fuck on and did her job and that's the end you know so i don't know just do that you know um yeah because players fuck up right um I, so then he issued a new apology today uh he has his own uh radio show i believe oh, i didn't know that yeah yeah um i think uh yeah the cowman actor made his comments on his serious xm show straight to the heart it makes sense though that, that's a working ass nigga I, I can see him having a serious show a podcast a youtube channel like oh yeah and doing the movies and being in everything else uh the comic actor made his statements on the show straight to the heart i will say this i want to make this very clear once again kevin hart apologizes for his remarks that hurt members of the lgbtq community i apologize uh he still was kind of defensive he went on to say here's how it starts off i want to say that i have no problem with gay people because he's talking about the joke that he wrote Mm -hmm. Uh, i want to start off by saying i have no problem with gay people i don't have a homophobic bone in my body i want you to be happy be gay be happy and then i say as a heterosexual male if i can do something to stop my son that's where the joke starts the only clip that i've seen all over the media is the one where i say stop that's gay yeah he thinks that it's the context of the joke that people are missing but we understand the joke not no offense to him your jokes aren't that clever they're not head scratchers we get the joke but the punchline is still gay is bad and a straight man would never want his son to be gay i mean come on uh he also addressed uh oh he said he even partially defended his tweet saying that they're part of a bygone area era these weren't words that i say to gay individuals i didn't like say these words to people at the time this is our dumb asses on twitter going back and forth with each other we thought it was okay to talk like that because how that's how we talk to one another and that you go fuck this is wrong now uh now we're in a space where i'm around people of the lgbtq community and now i'm aware of how these words make them feel and why they say that shit hurt because of what i've been through so when they say hey man as a group let's erase this shit hey let's not do this we don't post this shit on social media um yeah that i mean that's actually kind of reasonable that's i don't know why he couldn't have just started with that and left it at that uh, that really is all it is to it because you can't erase the past nope and no matter how people make you feel bad about it there's nothing that can be done about the past the only thing you can do is challenge yourself on how you move forward a lot of people act like their shit doesn't stink when they're going in on somebody you just gotta have to take the take the beat down verbally for the time being but the truth of the matter is 
um everyone should be able to relate to there was some shit that i did not know or did not care about or didn't understand how damaging it was i learned better and guess what i did stop doing that shit yes and the worst part is he really does seem for the most part to have moved beyond this uh other than his get hard movie or whatever but for the most part he seems to have like not done this kind of comedy anymore right so he know it's fucked up he just never really wanted to have to say it was fucked up and and to let it and they acknowledge he was fucked up for doing it that's how it feels to me anyway um he says uh so he talked about don lemon who pleaded with the comic on friday to become an ally to the lgbtq community Hart seemed to sign up though as he kept speaking he turned it back on himself the fight is the will and want for equality i'm riding with you guys i understand you but in the fight for equality that means that there has to be an acceptance for change if you don't want to accept people for their change then where are you trying to get to the equal part where does the equality part come in i think that in the times we're living in we have to be understanding accepting of people and change yeah that's also that thing where he may have changed and he just didn't do it in front of everybody and that's kind of the thing now yep you're gonna get judged for it donald glover got judged for it um still gets judged for it you know um so and and that's just i mean some people are gonna choose to live with that like y'all just gonna have to judge me then because i'm not fucking doing the work in front of y'all even though i did fuck up in front of y'all and y'all don't have to like that you know yep and you know it's 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 the thing where the quote-unquote us normies we get to fuck up sometimes in public and correct in private and come back like nothing never happened but for some reason celebrities don't get that same um uh, opportunity yeah so i i think also uh you're dealing with a community that is hurt by the rejection from cishead black men and also been hurt just physically and everywhere from cishead black men right and then to have you know um a a white person come in and be like i'm absolving this person of guilt um just i don't know for a lot of people that will be enough but for a lot of people that's not enough no you know and you're gonna have critics of that you know very softball interview that she did that essentially passed on um it passed on to just everybody is hating you you didn't do anything wrong just move on you know it passed the buck um as opposed to being like well listen as a as a lgbtq person what the fuck kev you know like you really can't let this go you know now i know that's not ellen style but you know in this case it wasn't just it wasn't just that she didn't challenge him it was that she essentially covered for him and said um you're good you know like do you have nothing to answer for i'm not even gonna ask you these questions or any of that stuff or did you understand the impact of your words let's just assume you did and move on um all right another terrible story uh another black man is found dead in the home of a california democratic donor ed buck i was hearing about this the second one ain't it i believe so and it might be the third that he's connected to right. for the second time in three years a black man's body has been found in the home of prominent los angeles democratic donor ed buck buck 60 is a longtime political donor a former west hollywood city council candidate and a well-known figure in lgbt political circles uh in southern california he's contributed to the campaigns of hillary clinton jerry brown and eric garcetti um they went to his home um at 105 a.m 
uh on monday to respond to a report of a person not breathing paramedics pronounced the man dead at the scene according to los angeles time the cause of death was not yet known the deceased man's name was not released but previously was investigated in 2017 for the overdose death of another black man named jamel moore uh moore died of a crystal meth overdose buck was present for the deaths of both men buck's attorney said buck has not been arrested and is cooperating with investigators yeah and it's one of those things where the family and people around it's like yeah this is the stuff he does like he goes after these black dudes and invite them and does shit to them and some of them end up dying his attorney said from what i know it was an old friend who died of an accidental overdose and unfortunately we believe that substance was ingested at some place other than the apartment the person came over intoxicated uh numerous young black gay men in la have alleged that buck has a fetish for shooting drugs into black men he picks up off the street or on hookup sites reported the advocate moore had written about black uh about buck injecting him with dangerous drugs before his death i become addicted to drugs and the worst one of that moore wrote in his journal ed buck is the one to thank he gave me my first injection of crystal meth buck claimed he was not responsible for moore's death and did not give him meth the los angeles county district attorney declined to file charges against buck citing insufficient evidence yep and nobody cares because they black right um now i don't see any of this news being good uh no 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 this is some white people news uh, all right let's move on um well i can't do white people news yet i have more more stuff to talk about karen i'm oh, sorry my bad there's more there's more horrible shit out there in the world and i'm trying to rest to the happiness y'all my bad and if we don't talk about the horrible shit then it's gonna be like we didn't even do a show so uh gotta take out the trash real quick this will happen when we off for two weeks jeff said he got some new headphones and it don't fuck with his ears if i turn it play it at the real volume so i'm gonna play it at the real volume and hopefully we won't get no tweets about it uh <laughs> okay, that's not that bad Right, i won't play the whole thing though um kevin Sp- kevin spacey is back in the trash oh shit he posted a bizarre comeback video as a sexual assault charges were filed against him oh yeah it was as his character frank from uh house of cards now in the video he is making a meal for what sounds like a party going on in the other room or something and he uh decides to uh to talk to the camera in his old persona that he's uh occupied before he was cut from house of cards on netflix i know what you want oh sure they may have tried to separate us but what we have is too strong it's too powerful i mean after all we shared everything you and i i told you my deepest darkest secrets I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. And you trusted me, even though you knew you shouldn't. So we're not done, no matter what anyone says. And besides, I know what you want. You want me back. 
Of course, some believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it all. They're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple? Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics and not in life. But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? Did you? This is a real uh, artistic way to... Is he begging to be back on the show? I don't understand. <laughs> right, like, are you begging to be uncanceled? I feel like he just wants to be uncanceled from TV and life. Like, right? At the same time, he's like, okay, let's kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to look dead in this camera and ask can y'all uncancel a nigga real quick uh okay i'm not gonna say i did it y'all think i did it i might have did it but i'm not gonna tell you what i did you no not you you're smarter than that anyway all this presumption oh he just so he just did he just like psyched us out y'all he said did y'all rush to thinking i'm guilty of out here molesting people and shit nah y'all wouldn't do that y'all smarter than that y'all too smart to to look at all the evidence and think i did it not tell a court of law and made for such an unsatisfying ending and to think it could have been such a memorable send-off i mean if you and i have learned nothing else these past years it's that in life and art nothing should be off the table we weren't afraid not of what we said not of what we did and we're still not afraid because i can promise you this if I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. I, oh. I, have, I have a question. Did anybody be like, hey, why are you in here talking to yourself? I mean, there's a Christmas party going on behind him. I don't understand. Hey, man, is spaghetti ready? Because we hungry. I mean, is it, I mean, is, 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 is the stuffing ready? What's happening here? I also want to paint. Can y'all pan down to the pots and pans? Like, what is he cooking? Right i feel like he's just he's just pantomime i mean i mean we just sent you in here for a fucking pumpkin pie we didn't know you're gonna be gone 30 minutes what's happening here is this his new youtube show that he gonna be it's a new youtube cooking show i know someone walked in there where this camera crew come from like maybe that's what he this is his second career as a youtube chef and he's gonna be talking to the camera but instead of talking to us at home about the recipe and how to make everything and whatever he's just gonna talk to us about uh not confessing his crimes this is basically his r kelly i admit it apparently so you know like i i guess that's what this is supposed to be apparently so that's why i wanted to do look at the camera and be like now you both know i need to put a little pinch of rosemary into this <laughs> if i'm gonna make a these, little smack of oregano you can't make this without sage like <laughs> i mean come on now i didn't molest those kids i mean I, 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 you're smart enough to know that i just didn't do that i mean you can rub these these chicken breasts i mean i mean i mean, I mean these 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 breasts right sir you've been uh served with a with a notice that you are being sued uh don't pay attention to him did i tell y'all i'm gay i'm gay y'all let's uh let's all celebrate my coming out uh and not pay attention to these charges <laughs> Of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules like I ever played by anyone's rules before. I never did. And you loved it. 
he make it now he making it seem like we complicit in him being accused I, of sexual assault i didn't know i right. i love i don't know was i supposed I, i'm confused the rules of not getting 14 year old boys drunk on wine those stupid rules and you loved when i got them boys drunk oh you, you know you were here oh you didn't love it you didn't even know mm-hmm. about it and now mm-hmm. you're disgusted and you don't want me on tv <laughs> you probably would say some bullshit like that if you were playing opposite day <laughs> <laughs> what anyhow despite all the poppycock the animal that anyhow sound like look at me is like what else what else they gonna start doing crowd work uh where's everybody <laughs> from where's everybody from what do you do for a living a cameraman huh cameraman let's see if i can do something with that Velocity, <laughs> the headlines the impeachment without a trial despite everything despite even my own death i feel surprisingly good and my confidence grows each day that soon enough you will know the full truth Now that I think of it, you never actually saw me die. Oh, so he just want to be on the show. He like they could say they fake my death and put me back on the show, and it's like nothing happened. I'm put the pressure on them with this video. That must be what he's talking about. It's got to be for the show. I stopped watching that to season one. I found the whole thing to be ridiculous, but I know a lot of people love that show. So maybe uh maybe he just they said the last season wasn't good maybe he's like if it had more frank you know i'll be on it the name of the video is let me be frank so maybe that's it karen i don't know mm-hmm. let me be frank on how i'm a list food. yeah you know who really gotta be upset about this that black dude that played harrison on scandal he should have thought of this first <laughs> wouldn't that smart let me be harrison okay <laughs> i'm in here making some hog malls and let me just stop for a second to talk to y'all <laughs> well i take my hands off these pig feet now that i think about it you never really saw me die on camera you just saw the gunshot the blood and the silence of my body no longer moving why would shonda not put me back on the show ah because i hit a few people we all know we have none of us is perfect we all have our flaws now anyway you're gonna want to put the oven to 425 before (laughs) and see y'all talking about me but you know what she came up short she came up short yes columbus short ain't this oh his name was columbus short that's true put a ring back on his hand i guess it's something from the show conclusions can be so deceiving miss me Mm-mm. wow they really ended it with that sound effect Mm-mm. the cheesiest no. sound effect i want to know who gets production credit on this does anybody put this I, on their imdb page i want to know put like this you know what i think happened i might be wrong I think he sent everybody home for Christmas break. Like the whole, like, like his crew crew, mm. like the PR, public relationships person, you know, avid, he sent all them niggas home mm-hmm. and invited a bunch of people. And I think he might've actually been having a party. 
I, that's fine but somebody was moving that and, camera the camera oh, i mean was yeah moving. yeah having a party mm-hmm. and they was like yeah y'all had a party i'm gonna do this real quick but y'all had a party you know i'm paying for everything so let me let me do this and the people that would have been like this is a bad idea were not there like like them people they mm-hmm. weren't there the people that would have been like what the fuck is this they weren't there <laughs> that was because that didn't make no sense that that was yeah because he's rich enough he can hire a whole nother crew to come in there while everybody's on vacation no one should Who approve asked for that. this yeah that's why i say the people because i guarantee you his public relations person was like ah oh, yeah i'm off for two whole months and this thing you know ding, 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 does he even still have public relations people i at this don't point? know i i don't know that that i, I, I would have quit what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, ignorant response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Weirdo. Um, alright, you said you wanted to do white people news. Yes, please. We'll end the show on some white people news. Alright, guys. Yeah, so we gotta have an upbeat. Uh, but first we gotta play some, uh, white people music of them covering, I, uh, black people songs. I know it's gonna be bad, but I, I, I had to take a break. Well, this is the things that, you know. I thought we saved the future. Oh, wait. It's my show, Future yeah. Man. Yes, Future Man. I'm ready for that to come back. I am so ready for Future Man. Oh, first okay. season was excellent. I love this show. Seth Rogen is the man, and uh the whole show is hilarious. And he's gonna be in season two. Yes, it's like Fifty Cent and uh, that power show that you guys, you Negroes, love. <laughs> but claim nobody watches it. I don't watch it because you know I'm not like the rest of you Negroes. Well, y'all know I don't watch it. Okay, here we go, Jim McMillan. Give us some bars. Oh, how funky. Hey. I like the players. I know diggity, no doubt. What? Say on playing. Say on playing. Yo, Jay dropped the verse. It's going down, fade the black street. The homies got at me, collab creations bump like acne. No doubt, I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog couldn't catch me yes out. Tell me who could stop a Dre making moves, attracting honeys like a magnet, giving a man. Now, my understanding is no diggity. Silk the Shocker didn't do the rap at the start, did he? Because unless this is an ode to Silk the Shocker's offbeat rhythms. I, okay, I wouldn't go I, say nothing, but I was like, she sound like three seconds offbeat. These voice, this, these verses are. Did she just see these lyrics tonight? Like, what is going on? It's like you, you, you quite a few seconds behind the beat, oh, though. Oh, quite. She is quite. I mean, offbeat. Oh, yeah, it's bad. I'm sorry, it's mm. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gals with my mellow accent, still moving this flavor with the homies back street and Teddy, the original rump shakers. Sure to get down. No! <laughs> oh my god, this choreography. Where did these other two white girls come from? By I the way? don't know. They just magically appeared. 
oh my god they, no black person was involved in the making of this at you all. know it wouldn't she would be on beat and why these white girls got on flannel in the back i don't know what I'm is so happening confused. each and every day to play away i can't get her out of my mind wow i think about <laughs> <laughs> that white man come from i don't know with them glasses just said wow oh my goodness perfect 10 i want to get in can i get down so i can get in i like the way you work it no diggity about to bag it up bag it up Feelings is a no. Let me tell you how it goes. Curves the world, spins the verb. Love is it curves so free. What you were rolling with the fatness. You don't even know what the hell. You know what? I can't finish this. I've never uh, done you, this. You before, know they have called the cops on them. There was like three white women as I had dancing on the playground I in think, front of the jungle gym. What is happening? I'm pretty sure they called the cops on the black kids that were already there. Yeah, to give them the clear. That's how they got to do the video. That's disgusting. I mean, I mean, what kind of national park they went into for free and set all them instruments up to play? That's legitimately the worst. That ah! that was trash. Man, you turned off. Everybody and failed. you rock with everything. That, that, that everybody, <laughs> everybody gets. Rod has met his match. I I can't imagine. I can't imagine. White people police your own. Okay. Stop <laughs> it right now! This is stupid. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. Get. Get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous. Cut the crap! Cut the crap! In white people news, our girl Melissa McCarthy Mm -hmm. is definitely invited to the cookout because she is smuggling in the ham sandwiches. She smuggled forty ham sandwiches into the Golden Globes last night. That food must have not been good. She said, "Fuck that! I'm hungry." Mm Mm-hmm. How did she fuck she could have been there? Well, then, baggy snack size was happening. I knew something was up because a woman that won the uh, Actress of the Year um, <laughs> shouted her out for the ham sandwich. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Does that oh, like. so she was handing them out to people. Yeah, I was like, is that ah! some slang? She was like, and Melissa McCarthy, thank you so much for the ham sandwich. Oh, I bet you that honey baked ham was flames. Yeah, she was like British or something. So I was like, oh, is this like olivia coleman's like inside joke but nope she uh smuggled in ham sandwiches for everybody so yeah because of all the interviews and uh there's a big dinner being served inside but the stars always miss it um oh because they don't out there on the carpet and shit right, right. and that's why they end up so drunk because oh, they ain't had no food they, right. they drink and then they get fucked up and then 
you know it's like a big party golden globes is so much less serious than the other shows right but i don't really watch any of the white ones but i caught some this year um just not all of it mm-hmm. and uh yeah so um that's so melissa snuck in some damn ham sandwiches <laughs> yes so shout out to melissa mccarthy she was like look i'm gonna take care of you this year everybody's she was like everybody's um 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 soccer mom that day <laughs> come on uh cardi being offset are set to reconcile as a couple decide to work on their marriage that makes sense Mm-hmm. i don't want to say i called it or anything you know i wouldn't want to do that but uh chunky beauty what that's a chunky beauty oh that must be her showing off the baby oh chunky beauty i'm her pastor uh, what does that mean? Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. What does that mean? You're her pastor. That's, I'm her pastor. What does that mean? Like I'm her pastor. That's what. I, that's that's who I am. Uh, yeah. So mm-mm, mm-mm. apparently they working it out mm-mm. to the surprise of none of us, really. Um, right. You know, it, it, like I said, if it's some deeper shit going it'll either come to the surface or hopefully she'll get out of there before something else happens or 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 he'll be serious about reconciling i don't know um and that's all that i do know is how much i don't know but um apparently they they it was more than just a vacation to get some dick and all the stuff she was saying um she she you know and he's already been out there like i'm trying to win her back i think over christmas he bought her like i don't know it's like a hundred thousand dollars or some shit worth of gifts for christmas i forget the amount of money because i didn't care but he bought her a bunch of shoes and shit it was you know people was like it ain't gonna work you know like, uh-uh, we don't know her right. um he made no secret of trying to win her back it looks like it's working as cardi and offset are set to focus on fixing their marriage in 2019 uh the 26 year old rapper and 27 year old estranged husband are set to reconcile according to tmz um the couple Shared five-month-old daughter culture have been communicating regularly are looking to fix their marriage i wonder if she might get pregnant again possibility no you know sometimes people think babies can fix shit so mm-hmm. all says vow to change his ways and be faithful and honest with her uh says the website um well only time will tell if that shit's real i was about to say only time will tell however cardi is not back wearing her ring yet <clears throat> after she announced the uh in early december that the 15 month marriage was over the split was sparked by cheating rumors and texts featuring offset and a woman named summer bunny <coughs> oh summer bunny got a shout out offset since made several public attempts at winning cardi back including crashing her stage show with a floral apology at the rolling loud festival in los angeles on december 16th damn it's not even january 16th and they might already be back together i guess it worked despite being widely criticized for the stunt the couple hooked up just days later during a family trip to puerto rico with their five-month-old daughter culture i just need to get fucked cardi said in a recent instagram live while discussing their trip but confirmed that they were not back together offset then went on to shower his estranged wife whose real name is bel Callis uh almanzar with expensive gifts over the christmas holidays cardi's high class hall consisted of diamond encrusted bracelets louboutin heels and half a dozen designer handbags uh yo those are some bad bitches she said on instagram while showing off her presence which included four 
hermes birkin bags meanwhile on sunday cardi shared a video of their baby daughter cooing and playing with her feet cardi is heard doting over the precious little one calling her a chunky beauty in the clip shared on instagram stories which she captioned my whole heart so all right we'll see what happens with those two kids mm-hmm. speaking of two kids mel gibson 63 and his girlfriend rosaline rosalind ross 28 attend a charity gala in los angeles what speaking of uncanceled well i guess my man mel is all the way back like him young don't they he was out there like you know what dog y'all can't cancel what's what god has planned no, apparently not he walking his ninth son lars with his girlfriend rosalind ross the 20th 28th wait who's 28 in january 2017 yeah yeah 28 yeah, yeah. It's sperm kick forever sperm stay working like I, sperm will climb to its destination if it's a if it's a fertilized egg that's why oh you get older that should be like look i got an expiration date now. much like the devil sperm stays busy <laughs> come on and on saturday the glamorous couple enjoyed a rare night out at the art of elysium heaven gala in los angeles well it probably are rare nights out that nigga 63 can't be out there every night come on oh, man the money and stuff gotta be good but you're right. 28 you know you mm-hmm. done in the game come on he trying to do the sunrise special and get his ass back home what the fuck is this <laughs> try to get a nappy come on mad because they the the they didn't get the 15 percent off the coffee what are we talking about here we think we washed um on saturday the glamorous couple enjoyed a rare night out at the art of it uh, male 63 cut a dashing figure in a black tuxedo while rocking striking salt and beer, pepper beer and mustache that's um, a 63 it ought to be salt and pepper grinning for the cameras he kept a protective hand on his girlfriend's lower back as the pair posed on the black carpet man love moves so fast feels like it was only yesterday he was telling that woman he was gonna hope she get raped by a pack of niggers and mm. bury her in his rose garden oh yeah come on uh writer rosalind stunned in a flowing burgundy gown boasting plunging neckline you know it's all it's interesting because i always think of it from one side but i never think of it from the other but it's interesting like all these men they mm-hmm. get old and rich famous mm-hmm. and they all fall in love with somebody that's like 30 40 years younger than them you know true love yes sir apparently so apparently I mean, so. you know everybody's soulmate when you're yeah. a rich old man is a, a young woman right 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 Some, somebody your ass trying to take a nap and they like Woo! that's your soulmate okay happens all the time yeah. karen the fuck? okay don't judge love okay it's not up to you to judge love mm. but i never think about it the other way which is that these chicks be okay in these old men like yeah because uh, on some level you know like it's not like every woman's doing this you know some of them are like i'll fuck a 70 year old man i don't give a fuck yeah and also it's one of those things too to where uh society also has has taught uh has showed women that wait till the man gets to an age but not trying to find you out of that whole phase so a lot of women be like look i take an older man because i know he ain't out here fucking all these bitches uh, maybe that's it i I'm, think I'm, the money is it oh um, yeah the, the money the money plays niggas a big can, factor yeah these old niggas can still be fucking a lot of women um i think it's the money um and the security i guess because we the things we know about mel gibson at this point is he seems to be abusive in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. and uh definitely seems to be racist but he still is a rich old white man in hollywood yep somebody's always willing to fuck you so um 
flaunting a hint of thigh through though through tasteful a tasteful slit in her dress the mum of one rocked a dewy complexion with her dark locks cascaded past her shoulders oh he might be he's 60 something she we gonna be 90 by the time the baby graduate from what's happening here she look like she could be like his granddaughter or something right like oh it's just me and my daughter out at the oh anyway meanwhile the two-time oscar winner who returned home to sydney last year to scout locations for upcoming world war ii epic destroyer showed off the results of an impressive 14 kilogram weight loss mel dropped the pounds last year thanks to the help of perth fit a perth fitness coach speaking uh to new idea in uh october samantha jackson revealed how she helped brave the braveheart star lose his dad by belly fat with regular phone consultations uh we swap about 30 texts a day and facetime a couple times a week explained his mother too she added he's thrilled the weight is off he lost 27 centimeters around his belly sam met mel by chance in a sydney restaurant four months ago and told him that she could help him shift his middle-aged spread by giving him tips on nutrition and exercise probably fucking her too the pair exchanged numbers and communicated by text and facetime to achieve mel's weight loss goals in a video posted to youtube mel and sam discussed their chance encounter and how it led to the actor's physical transformation yeah i always wonder like there's no way a dude like that is like respecting his wife right like he just probably feel like you're with me for my money and my name and i don't have to treat you as an equal or any of that shit um mel said i was bemoaning the fact that i couldn't get rid of my spare tire now all my clothes fit and my back doesn't hurt anymore i sleep better i was pretty it was pretty miraculous so yeah he's all the way back dog he's talking about his health regimen and losing weight mm-hmm. no more mentions of uh him being an anti-semite mm-hmm. or racist mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. white ain't white and it's great ain't it great he gonna be winning the wars and acting again <laughs> give it a few more years damn whiteness is good what the fuck <laughs> i thought that dude was talk about canceled that i thought that i thought i was over for that dude Mm-mm, nobody gets canceled uh, i did too before i realized nobody gets canceled but once once that reality sunk in i'm sticking with that Mm-mm, nobody yeah oh we don't really have time for anymore let me see what my time look like uh we might got time for one more um let's see how about this one bumble bride who ran off to las vegas loses her nanny job over bondage party pictures oh that's a lot of whiteness in one title come on a british bride who married on christmas day after meeting her date for the first time has lost her job over bondage party pictures sarah edwards admitted that she has a very high sex drive and enjoys attending fetish parties the 34 year old also said she didn't enjoy the fetish she she enjoyed the fetish and bdsm scene having been taken to a party in brighton uh a month ago where she was pictured wearing the same blue light up trainers as her las vegas wedding but it now transpired mrs edwards who married her husband paul 36 days uh, who's 36 years old uh she married him days after they met on a dating app called bumble in vegas what uh she has now lost her job as a nanny over those photos of her in a topless corset and once they uh emerge corset corset mm-hmm. whatever one of those two um oh, sorry waiting on these pictures a lot you know it takes forever um let me go back to the 
other part uh source told the son her boss didn't like the kind of attention she was getting as described it decided it's best if she works elsewhere she was looking for love and was lucky to find it but now she'll be getting back online for a new job sarah edwards previously told the mail online that she has found it difficult to find a man who she can match her sex drive with until she met and married her husband in a whirlwind romance it must have just been constant fucking all day every day oh that's the outfit right there her the bondage party with the light up sneakers oh i like the sneakers it's cute yeah i mean i'm not sure why she i mean maybe if you feel like it was bad judgment that she was you know <clears throat> marrying some nigga she met three minutes ago and you did like that kind of person in charge of your children i can understand that but feels a little sex shamey to be like of course oh you into this bdsm you can't you can't be no nanny no more a lot of people feel like that but yes um edwards made the confession after the mail line obtained photos of her topless um in uh at a fetish night organized by the torture garden club she said it's true i'm interested in fetish in the bdsm community i went to a fetish party in brighton a month ago and for the first time i had never been to anything like that before there were dungeon rooms you can be spanked and all sorts of things like that there's couples rooms but we didn't go in there we didn't participate at all i went to the party on my third or fourth date with the guy he made his outfit we he got his mom to make his uh to make his out of leather i wore a his mom okay i wore a white corset with sparkles and a small skirt with stockings one of the photos is featured on facebook page of the torture garden a fetish club that arranges events in the uk edwards knee knee elliot i don't know what that means admitted she enjoys sex and has found it difficult to find a man to keep up with her uh i've never found a guy who can match my appetite until now when i met my husband edwards and her husband paul 20 36 arrived back in britain on sunday after their las vegas wedding edwards who was originally from new zealand but now lives in turnbridge wells kent was matched with the father of two paul on the dating app bumble on december 15th the pair spoke for the first time on december 22nd and a day later had already decided to get married they must have fucked that whole day the fucking entire day yeah i don't know i want to take water breaks and eat yeah I was like we met face to face uh we interlocked genitals and now we're married meeting for the first time at gatwick airport on christmas eve the duo boarded a plane in full wedding gear and jetted off to las vegas to get married later that day in front of the bellagio hotel well you never know how love's gonna find you a month before the shock nuptials edwards had met another man on a date arranged through the app bumble during the meeting with a 38 year old marketing executive she was forthright about her sexual needs she also sent him photos from the fetish event the man who asked not to be named said from the start of her meeting she made it very clear that she had a very high sex drive and enjoyed sex to be honest i was a bit taken aback about how direct she was she told me she wanted to make sure we were compatible before the date went any further she made it very clear that she liked sex and lots of it she was very direct and told me she liked to attend fetish parties i told her i had a high sex drive and she was happy to continue but to be honest it's all a bit strange she was intimidating i mean there's a lot of honesty for a date number one but you never know yeah but one thing i admire her be up front be like look if right. you ain't fucking don't but don't because don't 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 come over here she was like when Issa was dating a latino man and he was she, he was like my god yeah she straight and direct because a lot of women aren't and the thing is you know women do <clears throat> some women do have very high sex drives and there's nothing wrong with that and she was like look if you ain't fucking on a 10 go on somewhere man that's an unfortunate picture of her and her dude right there he looks like that dude from the goonies 
Oh, baby. Uh, but he looks better here though with the haircut and stuff mm-hmm. uh, must have just been a bad angle anyway white people out here getting married on a whim y'all you I know how it so. is yes when you're living white um all right uh, uh, see we got time for sore ratchetness sword wielding wait sword wielding assailant is in custody 35 year old needles woman has been jailed after slashing the victim's arm with a sword deputies from san bernardino county sheriff's department colorado river station in needles whoo that's a lot were summoned to a scene of assault <laughs> around 1 30 p.m wednesday the investigation revealed that a heated argument had taken place during which the woman produced a small sword to cut the victim's forearm she was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon and remained in custody at the colorado river station jail and on fifty thousand dollars bond anyone with information blah 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 all right guys we'll talk to y'all tomorrow thank you for listening Mm -hmm. Uh, until tomorrow i love you i love you too